okay? Make you feel real welcome. <laughs> Amen. Um, you can be seated tonight. I... It had originally been my plan that I would go forward in our series that we're doing on the Spirit-Filled Life. Anybody enjoying that series? I, I know that I am. And didn't we have a powerful service here Sunday? The Lord moved in here in a great way. And, uh, and the, the presence and power of God was so real in this place. And, it was a, and, and there was a, a deep move that, that came in here. And we didn't, no musicians come to the platform. That altar call was what an altar call is. It was people crying out to the Lord. And I thank God for it. Um, so I am very thankful for that. That message that I preached Sunday was really about the power of God. I preached about the power of God. When you are filled with the Spirit, you can know, you can rest assured in the fact that the power of God will operate in your life. But the power of God can only operate in our lives if we are... Uh, if we are making way for the power of God to operate. And Jesus, I'm just very quickly going to tell you this because I'm, I'm headed somewhere. Jesus went to uh, his disciples in Mark chapter number 6. And he said, I'm sending you out. And I am sending you with power. It was, it was though they were not filled with the Spirit... Because Jesus is God manifest in flesh, Jesus could give them power to operate in. Okay? And it was the same power that we are filled with, that they operated in. But they were, they were not filled with the Holy Ghost, they just had access to that power. Jesus gave it to them. All right? They were filled with the Holy Ghost in Acts 1 in the upper room. Everybody with me? Okay? Um, so in Mark 6, he gives them power. They go out. They come back. They're rejoicing. They said, we cast out devils. We saw the sick healed. We saw wonderful miracles take place. It was, it was wonderful. And it's, the Lord told him, he said, don't rejoice over those things, but rejoice that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life and heaven and, and get a proper perspective so we don't just rejoice because we have power you know we're not just out to show people what we can do because we are the children of God filled with the spirit um, everything that we do should just be God operating through us and it should be for his glory amen and so that happened in Mark 6 in Mark 9 a man brought his demon possessed son to the Lord Three chapters later, he brought his demon-possessed son to the Lord. And uh, before Jesus got there, the disciples were there, and he asked them to pray for him, that this devil would be cast out of him. They prayed for him, and they couldn't cast the devil out. And so when Jesus got there, um, the man told him, he said, I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't do anything. And Jesus looked at his disciples 
And he said, oh, faithless generation, how long, and this is something I didn't preach Sunday, but I'm going to bring it out now. He said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I suffer you? Okay, how long shall I suffer you? And then he, uh, he spoke with the man again, and he said, if you believe, it can ha-. and the man said, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And the Lord said, that'll work. <laughs> And the devil was cast out. And later the disciples came to Jesus and they said, tell me why we could not cast the devil out. And he said, this kind cometh forth by nothing except prayer and fasting. So they already had been given power. Right? They had already been given power, but the power had gone dormant. Jesus had not taken power away. The power had gone dormant. I submit to you, the power had gone dormant because they were not, at that particular time, men of prayer and fasting. And the reason I know that is because when Jesus took some of them to go pray with him, he goes to pray and he comes back and they've fallen asleep. He said, you couldn't even pray with me one hour? And they've fallen asleep. And so there was an issue there. Um... When he said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I suffer you? He was not saying, you who do not believe, how long shall I suffer you? I believe he was saying, uh, you are not being faithful in the things I've called you to be faithful in, which is prayer and fasting. Because they believed, otherwise they wouldn't have prayed. They believed because they'd already seen healings and devils cast out in Mark 6. Are y'all okay? Just give me a minute, right? I'm going somewhere. Oh, faithless generation. He's saying you're not faithful in your prayer and your fasting, and that and, and it bothered him. It bothered the Lord. It grieved him that his people were not consistent enough in prayer and fasting to operate in the power that he had given them. If it grieved the Lord th- then, don't you know it grieves him now? The second part of that was, he said, how long shall I suffer you? Oh, faithless, how long shall I suffer you? That word suffer, let me tell you what it means. I looked it up. That word means, how long do I have to hold you up and prop you up? He was saying, how long is it going to be that I've got to be the one that does everything? I've got to be the one that props you up and makes you look good Because you're not doing the things you need to do to operate in the authority that I've already given to you. And I am submitting to all of us tonight that the Lord doesn't need to have to prop this church up all the time. It should not be that God's having to prop us up continually. But we should be men and women of prayer and fasting. And as we pray and as we fast... I am telling you, (laughs) the Lord's not going to have to hold you up all the time. Rather, he's going to be able to stand back and say, watch my church work. Did he or did he not say, you've seen my works, but greater works than these shall you do. I'm I'm not trying to make ourselves God here. And I'm not talking about diminishing Uh, the role of the Lord in our lives. I am talking about the church 
being the church he envisioned. The church we envision sometimes is a church that is, that is all the time having to fall on him and, and, and have him carry us. But I, I am telling you that the church he envisions is a church that doesn't have to be carried all the time, but it is a church that is moving forward in victory. It is a church that is moving forward, taking authority over evil spirits, taking authority over things that would plague us, taking authority in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's the church I want to be a part of. Anybody feel that way? I don't want to be a part of a church that is less than that. And if we are not a praying church, we are not the church that Jesus envisioned. The Lord said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. If we are not praying people, we are not the people of God that we are supposed to be. And I'm not preaching or, or, or talking about this tonight. I'm not doing it. Uh, to get on some kind of a candy stick of ours. I'm saying we've got to have this. If we don't have this, we ain't got nothing. We don't understand prayer and fasting. We cannot survive. My kids are depending on a praying and fasting church. Your kids are depending on this being a praying and fasting church. People who walk in here sick. Unless it's the will of God to take them. They are depending upon a praying and a fasting church. Hallelujah. People who walk in here. Who are bound by chemicals. Who are bound by addictions. Who are bound by computer screens. People who are bound by all kinds of uh, uh, issues in their life. Work issues or whatever it may be. They're depending on there being enough power of God in one of our services. That the Holy Ghost moves in here. And they are set free and delivered. And I don't, wanna, I don't want it to be that the only people who get delivered around here. Are people who go, can go get alone with God. And they have to break through themselves. But I'd love it to be that we've already opened that door. And when they get around us. That faith begins to rise. And they know that they're with a group of people. Where the Holy Ghost can touch them. Hallelujah. 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 So uh, I'm still in that vein of prayer. You'll have to excuse me. Um, Monday night we came in here for prayer meeting and we had a wonderful prayer meeting Monday night and God moved in this house and uh, it was wonderful and thank you for being at prayer meeting those that could be here thank you for being here uh, we need that we need that we do that once a month the first Monday of the month you need to make it a part of your itinerary that you plan to be here I know some things come up but let's quit excusing. Uh, let's quit excusing ourselves. I, it, the Lord said you couldn't just watch one hour. Let me tell you what he'd say in 2018. I don't feel like I'm, I'm taking too much liberty here. Let me tell you what he'd say in 2018. You couldn't reschedule that thing for just another night or one hour later. We've got to show where our priorities lie and our commitment lies. And I'm not just trying to get a crowd here. I'm trying to get prayer happening here. And, and I'm talking to me as much as I'm talking to you. I want to go deeper in prayer. 
uh, uh, I'm going to, and I know others are doing it, so I, but I'm just talking from my experience, the things that I know. My wife's been coming up here praying early in the mornings. Uh, I, I don't know that every morning, but several mornings. Maybe it's been every morning. Just, but some morning she's coming up here through the week and she's praying and, and she's doing it on her way to work, which she already gets to work at 7 in the morning, so she's getting up early and she's coming by here. And uh, as I can tell, trying to be here uh, by 6 o'clock to spend a significant amount of time in prayer, that takes some effort to do. It takes some effort. And uh, she's doing it better than me right now, so y'all pray for the pastor. She's doing that because she wants, she wants to connect. I want to connect. I want you to connect. She brought these. Brother Tim asked me if I would order some of these. Brother Tim, this is one of the ones. The, they delivered some stuff. Uh, the Pentecostal Publishing House delivered some stuff to my house. and uh, There was a big box, and so I brought it in the house, and we brought it here. Our Sunday school teachers had all their stuff in there. And I, didn't, I thought these were in there, and apparently they came and brought them and put them on my doorstep, and my dogs found them. And, uh, and my dogs didn't go to the Lord in prayer. <laughs> they got a hold of these. So this was one of the few that was still readable. And my wife, I guess, grabbed it and brought it up here. I found it uh, sitting on the platform. And I guess she's been using it to come up here and pray. I'm going to leave it here. We're ordering some more of these. We're going to order a bunch of them, and you'll be able to take one home with you if you want. Put it on your refrigerator. We're going to have, for now, we'll leave this on the pulpit, and if you come up here to pray, you can take it. It's a guide of praying through the tabernacle, and you can begin to pray and seek and touch God. I want to put tools in your hands that you can pray, and you can talk to the Lord. You say, I have a hard time praying for an hour. You can follow this, and you'll be able to pray for an hour. You follow this and you can pray for an hour. And it takes you, bring your Bible with you because it's going to take you through the Word of God. And, and it's going to have you reading your Bible some while you're praying. That's the washing of the Word that you go through at the brazen labor. And so I'm trying to put these tools in our hands. I, I, we're in a vein right now where God is dealing with His church about prayer. And I don't want to miss out on it. And if God is working in that area right now, I just felt like we needed to take this Wednesday night to stay connected to it. Let me tell you something right now. And I know y'all feel like, you may feel like I'm a little scattered tonight. I'm not. I'm making some comments because we're about to pray in just a moment. Uh, everything that God does in your life first begins with a prayer meeting. Everything. Everything. That God does in your life. Will first begin with a prayer meeting. Well I didn't pray about. But somebody was praying long before you got there. Somebody had been praying for you. I'm telling you. There is nothing of significance. That happens in my life or yours. That doesn't begin with a prayer meeting. One reason. Some people are not experiencing things in God they need to is because they're not praying. And if you are cold in your spirit in this church, I've come to light a fire under you and tell you the way for you to get out of that. And you know if you're there, the way for you to get out of that is to begin with a prayer meeting. And God's getting ready to do something significant in your life that will change your life. 
Prayer is the thing that opens the heavens and inclines the ear of the Lord toward us. It is prayer that opens up heaven and it brings God's ear around to where he hears us. The psalmist David said, let me just begin at the beginning of this, Psalm 20 and 1. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice, Selah. Grant thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will, watch this, he will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. The scripture said, David said, the Lord will hear you from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. Let the king hear us when we call. When you call on God in prayer, he will hear you from his holy heaven. I am telling you that you can't, you can't, listen, listen. I don't want to mess with your theology. But you can't praise your way to an open heaven. You can praise him and God's presence will come to where you're praising. The Bible said the Lord inhabits the praises of Israel. So God will come to you when you begin to praise him. But the thing that opens up all of heaven is not your praises. It's not our songs. And it's not our dance. But it is our prayers that open up heaven. Solomon. Solomon in his dedicatorial prayer of the temple, he said, uh, uh, in 2 Chronicles, can you put 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 up there for me? 2 Chronicles, I keep looking over here, and that's messing with me. Uh, 2 Chronicles, not, not Corinthians. That's all right. Very familiar uh, passage of Scripture. You're going to, you're going to recognize it. It's going to be very familiar to you. But I want you to see uh, what he had to say when he, when he wrote this. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. The first thing God said he would do is hear us. There will be no forgiveness and there will be no healing until he has heard us. And he will not hear us until we humble ourselves and pray. 
Is that what it said? He will not hear us until we humble ourselves and pray and seek his face. If we'll do that, he'll hear. Then, forgi- then forgiveness will come. Then healing will come. But we've got people asking for forgiveness. And we've got people asking for healing that have not humbled themselves in prayer. And we've got to make sure that we get to doing this thing the way that God wants us to do it. We cannot bypass prayer. We cannot bypass prayer. Well, what do you mean? You're saying I can't go to the altar and get a touch and God, God move him? Yes, you can. But I am telling you, you are missing a dimension of the power of God operating in your life if you do not live in an attitude of prayer. That's why Paul said, I would that men would pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. That's why Paul said, pray always. We've got to live in a spirit and attitude of prayer. If we will pray, God will hear. Somebody say amen. 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 I'm going to tell you one more thing and then we begin to pray tonight. Just as the eagle, when he flies, <clears throat> the eagle can fly in the storm. And what he'll do is he has the ability to go above the clouds. He has the ability to go above where all the, the, the storm is moving and, and wreaking havoc. And so he flies up and he gets above all of that. Uh, his wings are what take him there. there. There's so much power in those great wings of the eagle that they lift him above the storm so that he can get to where it's smooth uh, flying and, and the sun is shining and he's above the rain and he's above the cloud. I am telling you that just as the wing of the eagle lifts him above the storm, it is prayer that lifts us up above the storms of our life. And it reminds us, if I can just get above the storm, I'll remember that there's a God that's still greater than the storm. There is light above the storm. Prayer is what gets us above all of that. Prayer is what allows us to see with a better perspective. You can look down and say there's still a storm down there. But I'm glad to know that above the storm, there's something calm. And there's something that cannot be moved. There is something steadfast above the storm. It is prayer that lifts us to that place. So tonight, I want us to pray. I've told you. Uh, this tabernacle prayer guide. It will be here on the pulpit. You'll be able to come by the church and pray. Please leave it. If you want to get take pictures of it to get take it home with you uh, until we get the new ones in, you can do that. Take pictures and you can put it on your phone and you can pray it at home as well. I am asking that we would come by this church and pray if at all possible. Try to get by here. Come by yourself. Make an appointment with somebody else to meet you here. But let's pray in this church. And uh, what Sister Courtney talked about, that the Lord spoke to her. Uh, Let's come drop a pebble in the jar of prayer. Let's fill that jar up. My wife told me, she said, the one word that you you, you missed uh, Sunday, she said, is preparation. She said, that's what the Lord wants us to do. He, He doesn't need our he doesn't need our prayers to accomplish uh, a building. 
She said, but he wants us to prepare in prayer. Because if we don't prepare ourselves in prayer, we cannot, we cannot be the people we need to be and get to the level of the spirit we need to be for God to use us like he wants to use us. And what good is a building? What good is a building? We've got to be prepared in prayer. And that's what Jesus was talking about. This kind cometh not but by, but by nothing but prayer and fasting. They were not prepared. They were not prepared, and we must be prepared. So come by this church, spend time in prayer. You've got this uh, tabernacle plan here. Tonight, we're going to take some mo a moment right now, and we're going to begin to pray together uh, for the remainder of this service. If you would, just give me maybe, maybe uh, uh, 15 to 20 minutes of prayer before we dismiss tonight, and God's going to do something wonderful. This is what I was directed to tonight. And perhaps this would be another pattern of prayer for you. Matthew 6, 9 through 13. You've heard it a hundred times. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And I wrote down, I've got 10, uh, ten things here that I want us to pray through together tonight. We're going to just focus together. Is that all right with you? If we're not careful, we'll just talk about prayer and preach about prayer. But we won't practice prayer. I want to practice it tonight. I want to practice it. So if you would do me a favor, let's just dim the lights in here tonight. And if you want to sit, you can sit. If you want to kneel, you can kneel. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to walk, you can walk. Whatever it is you want to do, you can alternate between them. But we're about to pray together. And I'm just going to kind of lead us through this tonight. The first thing we need to do, the first thing we need to do is we need to exalt the Lord. Put Him into a proper perspective. So I'm going to ask you right now to just begin to exalt the Lord Most High. To get Him in the right perspective in your life. Maybe it's been that you haven't been seeing Him like you need to see Him. Maybe you haven't seen him high and lifted up as Isaiah did in his train filling the temple. But tonight we need to change that. Ask God to take the blinders off your eyes. Ask God that he would remove any obstacle, anything that has caused there to be a, a separation in your sight of who he really is. Ask God to remove that right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we exalt you tonight. God, we lift you high tonight in this place, Lord. Be lifted up, most high God. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that you would be at the beginning of everything we do. God, I pray that you would be at the top of any list of priorities that we have. Lord, if there is any problem in our life, if there is any situation in our life, I am praying right now that we would not see that thing as being so great that it would diminish you, but rather we would see you as being so wonderful, so able, 
so mighty that when we look at the problem, the problem begins to fall away and melt away in comparison to our great God. Be exalted, Lord, most high. Be exalted, Lord, most high. Be exalted, Lord, most high. You are our Father, which art in heaven. God, heaven is your throne, and the earth is your footstool. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. Everything within it. Lord, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. God, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. Lord, everything within this earth, it belongs to you. You created it, God. You placed it here, Lord. You are so mighty. And God, you didn't have to build it with your hands. You didn't have to go hire it done. You simply spoke it with your word. And when your word spoke, things began to happen. Because you are the almighty God. We exalt you tonight, Jesus. We exalt you tonight, Jesus. We lift you up, God, high. Be highly exalted right now, Lord. Be highly exalted. I pray for people in this room, God, that have, that have because of circumstances of life, they have allowed uh, their view of you to be obscured. And they haven't been seeing you like they ought to see you. And I am praying right now their eyes to be opened up, that they would see you at the top of it all, God. They would see you at the top of the mountain, Lord, as Moses did. They would see you, Lord. They would see you, Lord, high and lifted up. Your train filling the temple as Isaiah did. They would see you as Stephen saw you, Lord. In your glory and in your majesty and all your power. They would see you, Lord, seated at the right hand of the throne in power. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord, the second thing that we ask for tonight, we ask for the power of the name of Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. So, Lord, this is what we're saying. When we say hallowed be your name, we are asking for the power of your name and all that your name covers and represents to be brought to bear in this prayer that we are lifting to heaven right now. We are coming in the name of Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, direct the power of that name right now to bear and to focus in the prayer that we are lifting up. We call on the name above every other name. We call on the matchless name of Jesus. God, we are not coming in prayer right now in our name. I'm not coming in the name of Kenneth. I'm not coming in the name of Sanctuary Church. But I am coming to you right now in the name that you revealed. I am coming to you right now, Lord, in the name that is your name. In the name of Jesus. I come to you, Lord, in the name that causes devils to tremble. I come to you right now, Lord, in the name that caused the sick man, the, the lame man at the temple to get up when Peter spoke to him, 
saying, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That was the power of the name of Jesus being brought being brought to bear in that situation. And tonight, God, we are asking you that the power of the name of Jesus would be brought to bear as we prepare ourselves in prayer right now. We come to you in that name. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, Jesus, what a wonderful name. Jesus, what a wonderful name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The third thing we pray, Lord, thy kingdom come. Lord, your kingdom, the scripture declared that your kingdom was seen in the miraculous and supernatural working of God for his glory. So we come to you right now, God. When we pray your kingdom come, we are praying for the miraculous to fall in our midst. We are praying, God, for signs, miracles, and wonders to begin to happen. Would you lift your voice right now and begin to pray for signs and miracles and wonders to begin to fall in God's church? Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we are ready to see lame get out of wheelchairs. God, we are ready. We are ready, Lord, to see people who have fought with illnesses and sicknesses and diseases. We're ready to see them healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, every person in this room, and there's several of them, that are dealing with, uh, they're dealing with uh, long-term conditions that they have had. God, I am ready to see a miracle take place in their life. Lord, I'm ready to see a wonder done. I'm ready, God, for healing to flow through the body of Christ in a, in a wave like we've never seen it happen before, God. Let your kingdom Come, you said that you came preaching the kingdom and there were signs, miracles, and wonders. So in the name of Jesus, we believe for the kingdom to be evident in our church services, God. I pray, Lord, that when we gather together, the kingdom of God would be evident. It would be real. It would be tangible in this place. I pray the kingdom of God to be real in our lives. Hallelujah. 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 You said, Lord, the fourth thing. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So we pray tonight that God's perfect will will be fulfilled in our lives. And everything that we are connected to. Let your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. God in heaven, Lord, everything is completely uh, consecrated to you in that place, Lord. I am praying that in our lives 
we would be so consecrated to you. We would be so committed to you that your will could be accomplished. God, when our flesh has thwarted your will, we repent for that, God. We repent for that, Lord. When there were things you wanted to do in us, things, God, that you were speaking to us about, yet our will rose up against that. Our flesh rose up against that, and we didn't allow it to happen. I am praying, God, that we would become submitted to the will of God. Lord, if, if you, in God manifesting flesh, if that flesh could be submitted to the Spirit and pray that prayer, not my will, but thine be done, then God, how much more should I be coming to you and should I be submitting myself to your will. Let your will be done in every area of my life, God. In the ministry that you've given to me, let your will be done. Lord, in the family that you've called me to lead, let your will be done. Don't let me do anything that would mess up your will from happening in my kids' lives, God. Don't let me do anything that would stop your will from happening in my wife's life, Lord. Don't let me do anything that would stop your will from taking place in this church, God. Not our will, but your will be done. Let your will be done. God, I submit to your will for my life. I submit to your will for my life. Every area that you've been dealing with me about. Everything you've been speaking to me, God. If there's things I've allowed to come into my heart. If there's things I've allowed to get a hold of me. Lord, tonight I am submitting to your will. I submit to your will. Hallelujah. 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 You told us to pray this fifth thing, God. Give us this day our daily bread. That means to give to us the rhema word or the right now word that we need to continue on. I pray, Lord, that you would speak rhema words into our hearts, God. Lord, you may do it as we read your Bible. It may be a scripture we read. That you choose to speak to us through. It may be a song that we hear. As we're worshiping you. That you choose to speak to us through. It could be the word of an encourager. It could be the word of a spouse. Whatever it is God. I pray. It could be just an impression we feel. In our spirit. But I pray Lord. That we would receive that word. Give us this day. Our daily bread. Help me know Lord. Help me know Lord. What that word is for my life. You've got a word for me God. You've got a rhema for me Lord. You've got a word that you want to speak. Into my spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody pray and ask him for it tonight God. Let your word fall into my heart. Let your word get down deep in my spirit. In the name of Jesus. 
Lord, we want to continue on. And sometimes the battle is just so strong. Sometimes the enemy wages such a heavy warfare against us that we need the strength of that daily bread to keep going. God, I don't have the strength in and of myself. I don't, I, I, I'll, I'll faint, Lord. I'll fall on the battlefield. But if you will give me this day my daily bread, I'll have the strength to go another step. I'll have the strength to pick up that sword and fight one more time. Speak that rhema into our lives, God. When we wake up in the morning and begin to call on your name, speak that rhema word into our lives. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Then you told us, Lord, to pray that you would forgive us of our debts. So tonight, God, I am praying, forgive me of every sin. Forgive me of every transgression. Forgive me of every wicked way. Forgive me of everything, God, that is not of you. That has caused me to grieve your heart. Forgive us, Lord, of our debts. Forgive us, God, of our debts. The things that we have done that have caused us to sin against you. Lord, I'm not worthy to even ask for that. But you told me to do it by faith. You told me to ask it by faith. So I'm coming and I'm asking. Somebody in this room, we all need to pray this right now. If you're here tonight and there's some things been creeping up in your spirit, you need to be praying right now for repentance. Uh, a prayer of repentance for God to forgive you. He wants to do it. He wants to do it. There's not a one of us that can't use this prayer. He wants to do it, Lord. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Hallelujah. God, if we've gotten cold in our spirit and we pulled away from you, we're praying that you would forgive us. We're praying that you would forgive us. We're praying, Lord, that you would forgive us. God, if we've gotten bad attitudes and we've, are, we've harbored some ill feelings, uh, we're praying, God, that you would forgive us, Lord. If we've had aught against our brother, forgive us, Lord. If we've had aught against our sister, forgive us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 And then, Lord, we pray. You said, don't just ask for forgiveness, but to forgive our debtors. So tonight, God, as we pray, we're asking that our heart would be forgiving hearts. That our hearts would be merciful hearts. That our hearts would be tender toward those who have wronged us. That... Lord, help me to not hold it against them. Help me, God, not to be bitter. Help me, Lord, not to carry these things around with me and to talk to other people about it and to drag others down. 
whether they're a brother and sister in Christ or not God. It, you didn't specify who wronged us. You said anybody, if it's that person on my job, Lord, I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not going to run them down. I'm asking you, God, to help me be tender toward them, to forgive them. If it is a brother or sister in Christ, help me, God, to forgive them. Help me, Lord, to be merciful. The same mercy I want you to give me, I'm giving to them right now, Lord. I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm going to let it go, God. I'm going to let it go, Lord. I'm going to let it go. Let my heart be a forgiving heart. Not to hold on. Not to dwell on those things. But to release it. To release it whether they've asked me for their forgiveness or not, God. I release it right now. In the name of Jesus. The eighth thing that you told us to pray was to lead us not into temptation. That means to keep us from paths where we are susceptible to failing. Lord, I'm praying that you would direct my steps in such a way that I won't go anywhere that I'm susceptible to falling, that I won't get involved with anybody who causes me to be susceptible to failing you, Lord, that I won't get connected with anything that would lead me into a path of temptation where I could miss the mark. In the name of Jesus, God, we're praying you would help us Lead us not into temptation. Lord, lead us not into temptation. Take us away from those places, God. Put obstacles in my way, Lord. Don't let my feet go that direction, God. Cause there to be some appointment to come up. Or some emergency situation if need be, God. But don't let me go that direction. Don't let me go that direction. Lead us not into temptation, God. Don't let me get connected to the wrong people in my life, Lord. Do whatever you've got to do, God. If they've got to fire me from that job, God, let them fire me from the job. But I don't want to get connected to the wrong people in my life that would cause me to lose out with you. Whatever has to happen, God. Whatever, If there has to be a falling out in a friendship, Lord, let there be a falling out. But I don't want to be led into temptation that would cause me to fail you and not make heaven my home. I'm praying it right now in the name of Jesus. God, whatever you've got to do for my children to not fall into temptation, do it in their life, God. Do it in their life, Lord. Do it for them, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you said to pray that you would deliver us from evil. That's the ninth thing. And so that means, Lord, for us to pray that you would deliver us from the evil which is common to mankind. Lord, deliver us from the things that have grabbed a hold of so much of society. Deliver us from those things, God. Deliver us from our busyness, God. Deliver us from our busyness. Deliver us from divisiveness. That is rampant in our culture right now. Lord we're so split. Between uh, Republican or Democrat. Or conservative liberal. We're so split God. That, that we carry bad attitudes toward people. 
I'm praying, Lord, don't let that get a hold of me. Deliver us from evil, Lord. Those divisive things that are common to humanity. Take it away from us, God. Deliver us, God. Deliver us, God, from alcoholism. Deliver us, God, from addiction to nicotine. Deliver us, God, from addiction to prescription drugs that is so rampant in our society right now. Deliver us from it, God. Deliver us, Lord, from uh, entertainment consuming our lives. Deliver us. Deliver us. Those of us, God, that have to be so wrapped up in entertainment all the time and and, and, and we've let Hollywood warp our brains and our minds to the point that we don't even think the way you're wanting us to think. Deliver us from the evil God. Deliver us from the evil God. Help us, Lord. There's so many things that would love to get a hold of my life and turn me in another direction. But I'm praying for deliverance from heaven tonight. Hallelujah. 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 And finally, we close, number 10, we close with a praise in elevating him. He said, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So I wonder if we could get to our feet right now and we could begin to give God a praise in this house. We could begin to give God a praise. I'm talking about a prayer praise right now where you begin to lift up the Lord. Somebody lift him up right now. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. It's not about me, but it is still all about you, Jesus. This is your kingdom. It is your power. It is your glory, Lord. We need you. We started this prayer by elevating you. And we close this prayer by elevating you. If we don't keep you front and center, God, we're going to mess it all up. But if you will be at the forefront of everything we do, and if we will remember it's all about you, we're going to be okay. Somebody praise and worship him right now. Somebody praise and worship the Lord right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, come on. I feel something moving right now. I wish you'd step out from where you are and we'd just start walking all around this room with a praise right now. Let's fill this place with praise. Fill these aisles with praise. Fill this altar area. Fill the back of the church with praise. But let's just take a moment right now. Walk out from where you are. Give God the glory right now. Give God the glory right now. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Well, come on. That's it. That's it. That's it. I praise you. I glorify you. I magnify you. You are highly exalted, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We've got the devil under our feet, Lord, and we've got you walking ahead of us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I'm praising you. I'm praising you for answered prayers. 
I'm praising you because you will deliver me from evil. I'm praising you because you are going to keep me from temptation. I'm praising you, God, because you're going to help me forgive those that have wronged me. And you're going to forgive me. I'm praising you for it, God. I'm praising you, Lord, for your rhema word. I'm praising you, God, because your name is so wonderful and great. You've given us access to your power tonight through the power of the name of Jesus. And I praise you for it, God. There's a lot of people, and they're praying prayers to gods of wood and stone. But, Lord, we've come to you tonight. They came to their gods with their incense and everything else. But we came in the name of Jesus, and you've heard us tonight. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you for touching Brother Chastain right now, Lord. I praise you for touching him in his body right now. I praise you for touching him, Lord, in his body and his mind. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We glorify you. And we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.